Hey, it's Justin, and I have a big announcement and personal invitation for you. This May, we're inviting a small group of people to Austin to learn how to grow their wealth tax-free and get access to some of my personal friends and experts in the industry. We did something similar last year, and the feedback was incredible, so we set aside a few tickets for non-Mastermind members to join us for this event. You'll spend some time learning from Garrett Gunderson, the brilliant and hilarious mind behind Money Unmasked, and the New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestselling book, Killing Sacred Cows, and one of my favorite books, What Would the Rockefellers Do? He's going to share his insights on how to grow your assets tax-free with life insurance. And you'll also get some time with Rob Dial, the mastermind behind the Mindset Mentor Podcast, who will share with you how to find fulfillment in success. Then you'll get to participate in a special investment presentation, in-depth discussions, and breakout sessions on two crucial yet often overlooked topics, personalized tax strategies and wealth building. Plus, when you register, you'll have the opportunity to attend a one-day course the day before on vetting deals. If you want to learn our process so that you can make great decisions, there's no better teacher than Hans Box. This is our most requested topic, and it'll be an exceptional course. Seats for the course and the one-day event are limited, so if you're interested, please grab your ticket today. I always say you're just one connection, one decision, and one strategy away from true freedom, and I look forward to helping you on your journey. Head over to lifestyleinvestor.com forward slash live or click the link around this video and secure your ticket now before we sell out. Hope to see you in Austin this May. Once again, that's lifestyleinvestor.com forward slash live. I can't wait to see you there. Now, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Lifestyle Investor Podcast. Imagine being able to earn passive income, build long-term wealth, while gaining total freedom from your business or job. That's what lifestyle investing is all about. I'm your host, Justin Donald, and in less than two years, my investments drove enough passive income for both my wife and me to quit our jobs. And now, I want to show you how to do the same. I want to teach you how to create wealth without creating a job. You'll learn the exact same investment strategies I use to multiply my net worth to over eight figures all before the age of 40. If you want to learn all about low-risk cash flow investing, achieve financial freedom, and live the life you truly desire, this podcast is going to show you exactly how to do it. Welcome to the Lifestyle Investor. My name is Justin Donald, and I'm so thrilled that you're joining me for this journey. I wanted to share a little bit about why I started this podcast in the first place. I've had friends for years asking me to share my investment advice and strategies, my philosophies, and I just really have never made the time to do it and to create more of an educational platform around it. And I actually had one of my really good friends say to me, hey, Justin, what happens if something goes wrong and you die early and all this knowledge that you have is lost. Your daughter never gets to learn this. And that really shook me. And so it was literally weeks later that I started putting thoughts onto paper and, and kind of creating an educational platform. And so this podcast is really a tribute to my daughter and to all the other people that I want to share my knowledge with. 
and, and one of the things that I just love that I value the most is giving back. I love to learn. I'm an eternal student. I, I want to be a lifelong learner for the rest of my life. And the more I learn, the more I want to share and give back. And I just love people and I value relationships. And I love seeing people achieve financial independence and celebrate that with them. And so to me, this is fun. Having a podcast talking about financial freedom and financial independence is so exciting and rewarding. And ultimately, I want to have a great impact on the world. Obviously, I want to have a great impact on my family and my friends, but I want to have an even greater impact than that. And I also want to open up my Rolodex and my uh, decade-long train of relationships that I have established and give everyone access to those people so that you can join me on your journey of lifestyle investing. And one of the things that's allowed me to get to the point that I'm at in my life is that I just won't ever arrive. There's always more to learn. And I just know that it's not about a destination, but it's about a journey. And it's all the things that we can all learn on that path to get there. So I'm going to have all these conversations anyway. And I just figured why not record them and have something really cool that listeners could enjoy and bring along on their own lifestyle investor journey. So this first episode is unique because I have my good friend Ryan Levesque interviewing me. So instead of me doing interviews, which I'm going to do further, uh, as you'll see as you listen to these episodes, the, the, the future episodes, the first one I have Ryan interviewing me. And part of the reason is I just thought it would be fun since he's been a student of mine and he has implemented a lot of the things that I've done because he has worked with me in a private client capacity, but also he's just so eager to learn and he's just a great interviewer and I thought it would be a great way to open things up. And Ryan is the Inc. 500 CEO and founder of the Ask Method company and Bucket.io, as well as a multiple time number one national best-selling author for the books Ask and Choose. And I'm just thrilled to be able to spend some time with him and share the thoughts that I have with everyone. So more than anything, this podcast to me is a passion project and it's an opportunity to give back. And I hope that you enjoy this episode and all the rest that come. Hi, this is Ryan Levesque here, three-time Inc. 5000 CEO and number one national best-selling author. And I'm very excited to be introducing a very special guest here today who just so happens to be the host of this podcast of this show. Um, this gentleman is a gentleman by the name of Justin Donald, whom Entrepreneur Magazine has named the next Warren Buffett. And I'm excited for today's inaugural episode of this show and this podcast to both introduce Justin and to talk a little bit about what to expect in this show. So with that being said, without further delay, Justin, it's awesome to be here and welcome to your show. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's fun having you on. Listen, I'm so excited to uh, have our conversation here today. We're going to be talking about this topic, which is the title of the show, The Lifestyle Investor Podcast. Before we go any further, you've got me intrigued, man. I've got to know, what is a lifestyle investor exactly? What does that mean? And how did you, Justin, become a lifestyle investor yourself? 
Yeah. So a lifestyle investor is basically someone that has a lifestyle that they can live and it's living life on their terms. And it's from cash flow that they earn from investments. And so the way I look at, you know, being a lifestyle investor to me is uh, I don't have to work. Uh, I have cash flow that comes from my investments that covers all my living expenses and well beyond that. And so I really can live the lifestyle that I want to live and I can do it on my terms. Uh, and so instead of having to work, I get to work. I have the opportunity to work on projects I want to work on. And I really get to stay inside of my zone of genius and inside of uh, areas that I'm passionate about. So, you know, really, that's the whole idea of lifestyle investing or becoming a lifestyle investor is that you don't have to be a slave to a job. You don't have to be a slave to a business. It's really putting life on your terms and living it that way. You know, I love so much about that. I love so much about the fact that it's cash flow focused investing. So effectively, you can live the lifestyle that you want to create for yourself and for your family. Now, my next question, Justin, is, all right, so if we know what a lifestyle investor is, is it realistic? Can anybody become a lifestyle investor? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Really, anyone can. I mean, it it involves some focus. It involves taking action. It involves choosing to educate yourself. But anyone that has the desire to learn how can learn. It's not a a huge leap. It's not a huge jump. You know, at one point in my life, I was not a lifestyle investor and I made a conscious decision that I wanted to do it, just like many other people out there that I've worked with and coached over the years. So there are a lot of different ways you can look at it. It's for someone that maybe uh, is working for the man or they, you know, have this job that they show up to and they feel kind of like a prisoner to that job and maybe not a whole lot of other options. Or maybe it's someone that owns their own business. And at one point in time, it was really neat making the leap from being an employee to an entrepreneur. But then that business began to own them and you can become a slave to the money you make or a slave to the business responsibilities required to run it, especially as it scales and uh, you may not have the infrastructure built in in there yet. So it, it covers a broad you know, spectrum of people from different walks of life. But, you know, that, that's at least a, a pretty good idea of, you know, who can do it and anyone can. But those are kind of the walks of life that I see most often. You know, I'm super excited to dive into your personal story because I think it's going to be really inspiring for anyone listening to this right now to um, see what's possible because, uh, as I know you'll talk about in a little bit more detail, you weren't born with a silver spoon in your mouth. You weren't a trust fund baby. You know, you went to college, you, you worked a job, and you made some conscious, smart decisions to focus on this area of your life and what you've been able to accomplish in a relatively short amount of time is nothing short of incredible. So that's kind of the teaser. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Um, But before we do that, I wanna know, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this brand new show, this brand new podcast, the Lifestyle Investor Podcast. You've got me intrigued. I'm curious, Justin, as a listener, what can I expect? You know, this is the inaugural episode. This is kind of where we set the stage. What can I expect uh, in future episodes? What am I going to learn? What am I going to, um, you know, what type of content am I going to be experiencing? Talk to me a little bit about what I can expect as a listener uh, in this podcast and in the show. Well, that's a great question, Ryan. And really the show I'm excited about because there are a lot of different directions and avenues we're going to go in, but it's going to be focused on lifestyle. Uh, lifestyle investing, uh, having the right investments to support your lifestyle. Uh, It's going to be focused on people that have done that before 
that maybe weren't there at one point in time and, and worked their way to be there. It's going to focus on savvy investors that have unique investment styles that are uh, a little more off the beaten path, less conventional, but still proven. Uh, I'm going to talk a lot about my philosophies in general, what I look for when I make an investment and uh, how I can structure deals, how I can negotiate better terms, uh, the filter that I use to evaluate deals and, and what makes the cut, what doesn't make the cut, when do I stop wasting time on something and how fast into the process does that happen? One of the big things I'm excited to talk about and one of the most important things is mindset. I really do think that that is a fundamental skill that really just changes the game when people can uh, wrap their mind around a different way of doing things. And it has just paid dividends to me, uh, literally and figuratively, uh, when it comes to just thinking about a different way to live, a different way to invest. And I really want it to be focused on lifestyle first, meaning it's, it is something to support the lifestyle that you want to live. And that may be, you know, involving more time spending it with your family, traveling the world, eating the foods that you want to eat, dining out the way that you want to dine out, having some of the toys or material things that are important to you. Um, but most importantly, buying your time back. That is truly the single greatest thing is having the time that you desire to do the things that you want to do and have passion for doing. You know, having the time to be able to work out in a way that supports your body and supports your health and uh, having the space to be able to think and read and journal and grow in general. So you're moving and, and pivoting from being in a reactionary world to a more proactive world. So there are a lot of things I'm looking forward to covering. Uh, I'll talk certainly about a lot of the investing that I do, but uh, that would be a good handful of them to start. Yeah, and I love that so much. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my personal story and our relationship here a little bit later, but I'll tease uh, by saying this. What I've learned from, uh, from you, from Justin, for anyone listening to this right now, I've been able to uh, generate literally tens of thousands of dollars a month in uh, monthly passive uh, income, cash flow focused income using uh, the philosophies that Justin teaches, the specific investment strategies that Justin teaches. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in my story in just a minute, because I think it'll be relatable for many people listening to this right now. Uh, but way before we get into my story, far more important, uh, I want to hear a little bit more about your story. So before we get into some of the mistakes people make and some of your core beliefs and sort of um, unconventional investment philosophies, tell us about like your childhood. Like tell us the Justin Donald story. Like how did you grow up? Like, how did it all get started? And how did you kind of get into this thing uh, in the first place? Yeah, well, I feel really blessed, Ryan. I grew up with a great family. Uh, I, I'm very thankful every single day. I've got a great relationship with both of my parents. And I just think the world of them. Uh, we grew up very working class. My dad worked a lot of hours. He was typically in some form of sales, whether it be selling cars or selling appliances. Uh, and he just, he worked hard. He worked a lot of hours. Uh, he provided for us, but he was gone a lot. Uh, so, you know, I learned great work ethic. There's no doubt about that. I learned tremendous work ethic from him. But I also learned that I didn't want to work that hard and that many hours. I wanted there to be more boundaries around my work ethic. I want to work hard inside of the situations that I allow myself to work hard, but I want to have a space where I'm not doing that and I can spend that time with my family. Uh, my mom has always been very relational, just 
people love her. She's a great conversationalist. You know, I really learned how to develop deep relationships and quality relationships with people through her. And uh, that was just really a blessing. And I can tell you, growing up, my parents made me get a job like right out of the gates. I mean, in seventh grade, I had uh, my first job and I was supporting myself. I remember my parents said, hey, you know, if you want money, then you need to work. And so I listened to them. And uh, it was great. I took a job that was a commission job, which sounds kind of crazy. I sold newspaper subscriptions door to door and I only got paid if I sold them. But I ended up being pretty good at it. And I ended up learning how to uh, take this rejection and just kind of make myself numb to it and just kind of move on to the next person. But I saw that with great work ethic, like what my dad had, I was able to earn a tremendous amount of income, even at a young age. And so I remember pulling in some pretty good sized paychecks in seventh and eighth grade. I did this through high school as well. Uh, and, and it was super beneficial. And then I remember having the opportunity in college. I needed to pay for college. You know, my parents told me they couldn't afford that. And uh, they'd love to help as best they can. But really, I, it's on me. I need to do it. And so I found this uh, great job with Cutco. And I sold the product uh, as a sales representative. And it was another great opportunity to work hard and have results be based on effort and not just on hours. You know, that was a huge eye opener to me. And I eventually moved up the ranks with them and, and got into management and leadership and learned how to work with and train people. And I learned the leverage of people and the power of being able to magnify uh, a team and personnel and uh, getting your money to work for you. And so th there were so many different levers that I learned to pull. Uh, and I was just so appreciative for that. And it helped really pave more of an entrepreneurial path for me, uh, where I was able to get more out of the results from, you know, whatever I was doing than just my time wasn't being measured, my output was being measured. And I applied that then with investing and with finances, and it was huge. The same leverage and magnifying things the same way. It was just a game changer for me, uh, especially with many of the books that I read that were influential to me in those younger years as I was building a business. So when you were early in your career, right, just fresh out of college, you know, working at Cutco and you're working a job, um, you know, it was a, it was a job that you were able to get paid for your effort, not just your time. Um, but take us back to, um, the very first or one of the very first investments that you made, kind of like the first domino that led you down this path of lifestyle investor where you started making income independent of your job that came from a source that was generating passive uh, uh, independent cash flow um, month after month. Maybe take us back to that first investment or one of the first investments that, uh, that comes to mind. Yeah, this is a, a great story because it really started paving the way that I, I would learn uh, and, and how I would choose to learn, who I would choose to learn from. And so I really wanted to get my money working for me. I was at a point where I had uh, a big business and we were generating good income, but it did require my time. And I knew that my time being spent doing it, even though I might be earning more than if I was compensated on an hourly basis or on a salary, uh, I just knew that it wasn't sustainable. The way that I wanted to live life, it just wasn't, I didn't want to sustain that. I could do it while I was young, but I needed to, make some decisions. And uh, I, what I decided, and at that point in time, you know, I, I had uh, recently gotten married. Uh, 
And I knew that my wife, who was working as a teacher, a high school teacher, uh, she was, uh, her schedule was just very demanding. And we almost had opposite schedules. So when I worked hard and it was busy season for me, she was off uh, and vice versa. And so it really just led me to believe, like, I have to make some decisions financially that give her some freedom first. And so the first investment that I really ever made was into a mobile home park. And it sounds kind of crazy, but uh, I had a friend that was investing in mobile home parks. He was doing really well. Uh, I ended up going to a boot camp and learning a bunch about it and taking a real deep dive. Uh, I ended up having the the uh, person that put on the program and, and the fifth largest owner, private owner of mobile home parks, take me under his wing and really teach me the business. So I had a great mentor. And I remember investing in my very first mobile home park and the income from that park almost covered my wife's income uh, from being a teacher. And really it was like the after-tax dollars. So like, the you know, if you look at what she actually took home, not right. just what the salary was, we were really close. I mean, we were close enough where we knew she could step away and, and our life would not change. Uh, and that was a really cool winning moment for us. You know, uh, I think it's a moment that um, I think a lot of people have maybe dreamed of someday, maybe thinking that, you know, what if I could actually replace my income with investment income coming in that isn't tied to my job that gave me the ability to say, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore, or I want to do something different, or, you know, I want to do this, but I'm putting some boundaries on it or putting some um, rules to it that I wasn't able to, you know, say, you know, were a thing before then. Um, and I love that story so much. And I want to talk a little bit more about that and some of your clients that you've been able to make this um, sort of same story happen to. I want to share a little bit about my story. Um, but before I do that, like, I really want to start talking about some of the things that you do differently. Like when most people think of investing, the first thing that comes to their mind often isn't mobile home parks. Like that just isn't the first kind of idea that comes in people's minds. And so maybe you could talk a little bit about some of the, you know, sort of conventional ways of investing that you think cause problems for people and some of the things that you do or you believe in um, that are different from uh, the conventional wisdom that, you know, most people have heard or learned about in the course of their lifetime. Sure. I think most people learn to invest the way that Wall Street wants them to invest. There's enough education out there from Wall Street to say, hey, we want your money, invest in the stock market, uh, invest in a 401k. You've got a lot of financial planners out there that, you know, it's kind of like set it and forget it. And, and I, don't, I don't know that that's necessarily the best way, or I don't know that I'm fully on board with that being, uh, you know, the one way to do it. I mean, to me, I think that there are a lot of safer ways. You know, when I think about like a 401k or qualified plans, they could work. You know, a lot of it's based on timing. You know, how's the market at the time you retire? What if there's a, a huge crash uh, like we've seen, you know, recently and even over, you know, the last few decades and you are retiring at that exact time, you lose half your money and, you know, it, it's going to take a, you know, more time than you have to be able to get back to where you were. You know, that that's really tough. Uh, it's illiquid. You're not earning, you know, cash flow off of it, most likely. Uh, it, it, there are penalties to take it out. I mean, the lists kind of go on and on. Usually you don't know what you're even investing in. 
And to me, there's just all these uh, drags on the overall return. So you've got taxes to take into account. You've got fees. Uh, a lot of people don't realize the fees to manage 401ks are some of the highest fees that exist, period. Mm. Uh, some people are paying 3 to 4%, uh, just ongoing fees. The same thing with mutual funds. They're really high. And we're talking, you know, with the compounding, I mean, you're talking about losing out on millions of dollars for most people. And then you've got taxes. Most people also don't realize that, you know, most of deferred type of plans, you still owe the taxes. So whatever your big nest egg number is, the government's going to get 33 to 40 percent, maybe even more of that number. That's a huge amount. And so the, the number that people see isn't the real number that they're going to live on. And then there's the hope that you build enough of a nest egg that you can live off the, the interest of it. But the reality is that's probably not going to happen. Uh, and you're going to dig into the, the principle of the uh, investment and eventually it's going to whittle down and you're not going to have much interest and you could spend through all of it. So, you know, we don't know how long we're going to live. We don't know. There, there's just so many unknowns. To me, it's more of like a hope and pray strategy. Whereas the way I invest, I like to invest in an asset. I want a tangible asset that has value. I want that asset to produce cash flow immediately. I want to be able to live on that cash flow. I want the opportunity for the asset to appreciate. I want the opportunity to sell the asset if I want to sell it for a profit. I want to be able to roll that money into something else. But more importantly than anything, the goal here is to really get the, the income coming in to exceed the expenses that it costs to live your life. And so that's what I did, you know, after I covered my wife's expenses, uh, I really worked hard at investing to get first to the bare minimum that it cost us to live our life. So this wasn't our current lifestyle. This was just, you know, enough to cover the mortgage and car payments and groceries and, you know, utilities, just the bare minimum. And uh, we did that by purchasing another mobile home park. And then uh, we were then able to make our next investment cover uh, even more than that. So we more than exceeded our current lifestyle. And so we were free at that point. And it was just a really exciting feeling. But we couldn't have done that in a traditional route. We couldn't have done that with a 401k, at least this early. And the, the cash flow that we're getting and the appreciation we're getting is just so much greater than, you know, what it would be if we had done it the conventional way. There's so many things I love about that and that I'll talk about is, uh, and I've learned this from you, um, that so much of what's put out there by mainstream media and what keeps people glued to the financial magazines and financial newspapers and financial websites is the up and downness of the public capital markets, of the stock market, basically. Um, and a lot of the people who are out there pushing and teaching certain investment strategies that um, are really geared to kind of the mainstream, if you actually look behind the scenes to what they're doing, they're not doing what they teach. And that's one of the things that initially attracted me to you and your unconventional approach and so much of your philosophy is number one, it, it, you are absolutely in integrity because everything that you talk about, everything that you've taught me, everything that you um, talk about uh, in, your, in your books and, and uh, in the, the, the programs that you run and the, the events that you've held that I've been part of are things that you first and foremost did yourself. 
Like you're just teaching people, hey, this is what I've done. And what most people I don't know will appreciate about you, and I know this about you because um, we know each other, is um, you're one of these people that reads, and I'm probably underselling you on this, something like 50 to 100 books a year on a given topic. Like you are always reading book after book. You are one of the most well-researched people that I know in all areas of your life. It doesn't matter what it is. You want to learn about air quality, you're going to read 50 books about air quality. You want to read about cash flow investing and learn about cash flow investing, you're going to read 50 books on that topic. So you're so well-researched and well-read and well-studied on anything that you do. But in this particular area, better than anyone that I've ever met in my life. And I think your sort of natural ability and um, your natural style of just going so deep on a topic has allowed you to uncover these unconventional strategies that very few people know about, these approaches that, uh, again, mainstream um, pundits and media are not pushing out there, stuff that you're not gonna read about in the Wall Street Journal, that you're not gonna read about on the financial websites online that requires sort of peeling away the layers of the onion. And um, you've distilled some of those philosophies down to what you call your 10 commandments, your 10 commandments of investing. And I love them so much because they're simultaneously counterintuitive, like not what you might expect. But then when you hear them, it's like, it makes perfect sense. And I was wondering maybe if you could touch on a few of uh, your commandments now and maybe talk a little bit about um, why they're important, why people should pay attention to, um, you know, sort of these philosophies and these ideas. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there are 10 of them that really what happened was I, I wanted to figure out why do I invest the way that I invest? And, and I just I got to a point where I just didn't trust financial planners. I'm sure that there are plenty of great ones out there, but uh, I had some bad experiences and I just felt like people weren't practicing what they preach and, and that a lot of financial advisors want to sell high commission products that they're not even in themselves. So I just had to get clear you know, I, I had a situation where um, basically I got a return, uh, you know, one of my uh, quarterly statements and it said that I had an 8% uh, average rate of return. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And then I looked at the number. And I'm like, this is this is odd. You know, I, I should be making more money than this. And then I really ran the numbers and I figured out how much I put in. And I was like, hold on a second. I actually have lost money. How is it possible that I could lose money when I have a positive return or rate of return. And that's where I learned that the rate, the average rate of return is one of the greatest manipulations out there because it's not measuring real numbers, but it presents a number that people wanna hear or makes them feel good or, or helps them think that their you know, investments uh, in the different recommended qualified plans uh, are gonna work better than they actually are. And so, that was a huge eye opener to me and a really like I felt like I got punched in the gut because mm. it had been years and it's like I've been putting money in here and making nothing on it. I could have been doing so many other things. And that really began my crusade to like dig into books and learn what, you know, other investors are doing. What's Robert Kiyosaki doing? You know, what's Tony Robbins doing? What's, you know, Warren Buffett doing? What are all these greats, you know, doing? And so that really like got me to start studying. It got me to start, you know, figuring that, hey, if most people are uh, taking the path that everyone talks about with conventional investing, well, most people aren't doing well. Most people aren't in good shape. I actually don't want to follow the herd. I want to do the opposite of right. the herd, it, you know? And so that's when I said, all right, well, let's get serious about investing. What are the things that I want? I want cash flow first, okay? 
Uh, well, what's even more important than cash flow first? Well, actually, I want lifestyle. I, I care most that everything that I do, it supports my lifestyle. It supports the, the life that I dream to live. I want to create this ideal life. And there's no such thing as a perfect life, but there's certainly an ideal life. And, uh, and so that was really, I was on, you know, a mission to do that, to just live this great lifestyle. And when I, uh, I had a friend, you know, say, Hey, Justin, what, what is it? Like, what's your criteria? And so I decided to take a deep dive. And this is years after I was investing. Like I had a few ideas of like what I really wanted, but when I analyzed everything, it w became really clear. I've got 10 criteria that I use and these 10 criteria are what I make my decisions in investing on. And if I can satisfy all 10, well, then it's a slam dunk. And if I can get nine, maybe I got to think a little bit harder, so on and so forth. And so the 10 commandments that I have are my 10 criteria. And so, of course, I start commandment number one with lifestyle first, mm. that whatever the investment is, it needs to support my lifestyle. It can't take time away from my lifestyle unless it's it's less time involved than what I'm currently doing with work. In that case, it's an upgrade of time. So I'm just always looking to improve my lifestyle. You know, at one point in my life, I was willing to work a little bit harder and be involved in my investment so that I could get a better return. Now I don't care as much about being involved in them and I'm okay getting a lesser return as long as I have good, smart, qualified people around me that are running everything for me. And this is, you know, direct investments that I may own myself. This is investing passively in, in other vehicles that have professional management companies or professional operators that are running it. Uh, and so that, to me, made a whole lot of sense. Invest in a way that supports my lifestyle. So lifestyle and, first is number one. Lifestyle first is number one. And I know people want to know all 10. Um, I don't know that we'll get to all 10 today, but, uh, but give us two more. So lifestyle first, totally get that. So not willing to make compromises in your lifestyle um, based on you know, chasing extra return and, and, and finding the right balance for you based on where you're at. That's number one. What's number two? Number two is reduce the risk. And no. I have this early because it's really important. Most people get dazzled by these high returns or these smooth talkers that want your investment dollars, but they don't realize that it's not as important to get a high return. It's more important to not lose money. Mm. Warren Buffett always says the number one rule of investing is don't lose money. And the number two rule is don't forget rule number one. Right. And so, you know, to me, like I have to de-risk everything I do. My goal, like if I lose money, I got to work twice as hard to make it back. That right. doesn't make any sense. So I'd rather a lesser return, but knowing I'm not going to lose money. And quite frankly, what I really like to do is I like to create more of like an asymmetric risk reward type of profile where I can really cut the risk down and reduce it. But my return could be uh, exponential. And so if I can protect on the downside, but I can increase the opportunity on the upside, that makes a very compelling investment for me, especially if I can then have several of those that kind of hedge my position. So risk mitigation, I love that. And you know, one of the things I learned from you, we were having a conversation one day and you just kind of drew it out on your whiteboard and you said, look, if you start with, let's just keep an, an easy number. Let's say you start with uh, $100 and uh, you lose 50%, you know, you're down to $50. How much do you need to make just to get back to break even? 
you've got to make a 100% return just to get back to where you started, never mind actually earning anything on top of that. And so I think when you see those numbers in black and white and you realize, gosh, and it goes back to the average rate of return conversation you had a moment ago, which is you might have an average rate of return of whatever, but if you're losing money and making some money, your real rate of return can actually be a lot lower then that average rate of return, and it all stems from that Warren Buffett rule, uh, do not lose money. Uh, And uh, I've learned that from you, just looking at every possible way to uh, mitigate the risk on any deal that you do, um, no matter what type of investment it is. So I love that. So lifestyle first, number one, um, mitigate risk, uh, number two. And then uh, what's number three? Number three is find invisible deals. And the way that I I think about this is that there are a lot of investments out there that the mainstream is never going to know about. And there are opportunities to learn about them. There are groups that they can get involved in where they can learn and get access to more deal flow, which is really what people want. But there's also all these deals in emerging markets or new technologies or in these specialized investor groups or even just negotiating directly with a company. So maybe there's no deal at all, but you know, a lot of the time I'll talk to a company and I'll, I'll basically share with them an idea that I have and an investment that I could make in them. And, you know, with some returns that they could pay me based on, you know, growth. So it's not an out of pocket cost for them. And they say, Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. And so there are great ways to get deals that just, most people don't think exist. And the best deals, most people are never going to hear of. So, mm. you know, that one is a, a really fun one. You know, emerging so, markets. So just to bring life to this, Justin, you know, I think it's, it's, it's great to talk about this sort of big picture. Um, but if we were to kind of zoom in for a minute and just talk about one of these deals. So, um, again, not having time to talk about each of your 10 commandments, but just looking at lifestyle first, just these three, lifestyle first, uh, mitigating risk, um, an invisible deal. What's an example of a of a deal that you've um, invested in in you know the last year or so, say, just to make it somewhat recent, um, that kind of checked off those boxes, just to kind of bring it to life for us, because we're not talking about the stock market here. Um, you gave us some of your early deals uh, buying uh, mobile home parks, but what's one that's been a little bit more recent to kind of make this uh, dimensionalize this for listeners and and viewers? Sure. Well, you know, one of the big things, one of the big trends that's happening right now is we're seeing a lot of uh, real estate and retail brands that are selling for pennies on the dollar. So I could give several examples uh, of industries that are hit hard, but uh, these distressed assets are selling for way under market. And, and what a great opportunity to buy an asset. This could be, you know, we've bought some uh, former, you know, Fortune uh, 50 Fortune 100 companies headquarters. We've uh, invested in uh, retail brands that are either in bankruptcy or pre-bankruptcy. And so these not only are, are unbelievable uh, deals, but we're getting them for a price that is so low that literally the worst thing that could possibly happen could happen and we could still make our profit back. And so, you know, you, I would call that major risk mitigation or reducing the risk. Uh, It's invisible because most people don't know about it. A lot of these are special investor groups uh, or a lot of these are deals where literally they find it, they put it under contract, they've got to raise the money in like 48 hours and then it's done. You know, it never hits the market. It's off market and you just have to know the right people to get access to those deals. Um, But they're all over. And so a lot of these, 
we were able to, you know, scale, get them, you know, increase the value. Some of them were scaling online, you know, for a lot of the retail brands that are going under. Uh, a lot of the real estate we're able to buy and then fix up and then lease to uh, a lot stronger groups like government agencies or Fortune 50 companies. These are just great opportunities where uh, it creates lifestyle because you have other groups that are managing all of the aspect of running the business, you know, professionals that this is what they do for a living and, and they operate. Uh, you've got your risk protected because you're buying it so cheap. Uh, and then the, they're totally invisible deals. And, you know, quite frankly, uh, what it does is it leads me to the fourth uh, principle, the fourth commandment, which to me is one of the most important ones. And that's getting your principal back quickly. Mm. And so whenever I, I make an investment, part of reducing the risk is finding a way to get that principal back as quickly as humanly possible because the moment that money is out of the deal, the risk is gone. And now it's all upside and it's all house money. And a lot of these deals, I'm getting the money back literally in a year or less or in two years or less. And so, you know, it, it's there's just so many opportunities to structure deals differently than what most people even realize and collateralize these deals. So, for example, what that means is I have assets backing these these real estate transactions or these retail brands that if anything goes wrong with the deal, I have assets that are worth five, 10, 20 times the value of that actual asset. So if anything goes wrong, I can get my money back. In fact, if anything goes wrong, I'll end up even better off. And I love that because it really just ties everything all together. And, and when I'm kind of teed it up, and talking about these commandments, it's sort of like they're counterintuitive because nobody really talks about these things. But when you start to hear them, they all start to make sense. It's like this makes perfect sense. And the only question sort of becomes, all right, now what? So like, where do I go from here? And uh, before we talk about, um, you know, I think a great next step for anyone listening to this right now, I want to take a moment to share a little bit about my story and how you and I got connected and, um, and kind of what led us to here today. Because, you know, one of the things I love about everything that you do is um, you're really great at taking what are otherwise complex subjects and breaking them down into, you know, simple language that's easy to understand, using metaphors, using analogies, kind of breaking it down to the basics. And I, and I just love that about you. And I, you know, when you and I first met, um, you know, we met at a, a, a dad's group that we're both part of. It's a great group called Front Row Dads, um, fantastic group. And we're sitting down having lunch together and uh, just talking about, you know, family and being a better husband and being a better father. And um, kind of in the conversation, I remember, you know, started going to, okay, well, what do you do for a living? And that's where you kind of, you know, started telling me about this idea of being a lifestyle investor and how, you know, you and your wife and your daughter are able to take so much time off and travel the world and like literally months at a time and said, how do you do that? Like, you know, how do you do that with your job? That's kind of what you explained to me, everything. And I was immediately um, intrigued, but at the same time, a little bit skeptical. Like, you know, I had my healthy skeptic. Like, who is this guy? Is he legit? Is he real? Is he just like making something up? Is this real? So over the course of, you know, um, months and months, we got to know each other and had lunch multiple times and, you know, many phone calls and, and eventually, you know, started, um, you know, working together. And I asked if you'd, you know, sort of be my mentor, my teacher, and, you know, to kind of guide me down this path. And, and, you know, we were having a conversation. I said, my wife and I set this five-year goal uh, where we wanted to build passive income in our life, independent of our main source of income. And my wife and I, we have two businesses that we run full-time. They're very successful businesses, multi-million dollar businesses, but they require 
a lot of our time. Like we're still working a lot of hours every single week. And so, you know, as our kids are getting older and, you know, for anyone who's got kids, you know, like kids grow up before your eyes, right? And so we said, we want to be able to provide for our family in a way that doesn't take us away from our family in that time. So we set this five-year target. Fast forward, uh, Justin and I are now working together for uh, about six months. And I send him a message and I say, um, what's incredible, I can't even believe that I'm writing this right now. We had hit over half of our five-year passive income cash flow investing goal in less than six months. Like our someday maybe goal, the goal that we had that we said, well, maybe we'll get there someday, which we kind of both looked at each other and said, you know, maybe. In less than six months, we had hit half of that goal. And it's not just hundreds of dollars a month. I'm talking tens of thousands of dollars a month in cash flow flowing into our bank account. My wife and I were just had this conversation literally last night where we logged into the bank account and looked at the deposits coming in and how they were just adding all up a few thousand dollars at a time. And we just couldn't believe what we've been able to do using these strategies. And uh, that's just my story. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a humble story. It's nothing, you know, you've worked with clients that are doing in, in much bigger things than that. Some clients that are early in their journey, literally just getting started. And I wanted to share that story for two reasons. Number one, for anyone listening to this right now to know, like, is this real? Is this worth listening to? Is this worth diving into deeper? I can speak from my perspective, absolutely yes. You know, Justin's my mentor in this space, and, and I, I believe in what he teaches and does wholeheartedly, so much so that um, when he invited me and asked me to be part of this inaugural episode, I dropped everything in my schedule and said, yes, it would be an honor to be able to um, help uh, introduce Justin. Uh, but number two, to inspire people for what's possible. And I know you've worked with other clients, and we can talk about some of those other clients, um, but I'm curious, you know, on the flip side, I'll throw the question back to you. You know, you're at a place in your life where you don't have to work, frankly. You don't have to be doing what you're doing right now. You do it because you love it. You do it because you get intrinsic enjoyment from it. But, you know, when I said, hey, Justin, you know, can I hire you? Will you be my mentor in this space? And you said yes. What made you say yes? Like, what was it about the other side that makes an ideal client for you? Well, great question. And, you know, for me, I just, I have a passion for people. And especially when I really enjoy them as a person. Uh, I, I'm just eager and excited to be able to share. And, and now there are things that I look for. You know, you were a perfect fit for me because you're the type of person that takes action. You're the type of person that's eager to learn. There's no ego. You don't show up like you know everything. You're just really humble and you're, you want to know more and you ask a lot of questions. You're very uh, inquisitive and you just have this insatiable desire to like learn and to know everything. And so that's what I look for, you know, and, and it was really neat, you know, with you, uh, one of, one of my favorite parts of like us partnering together is I saw the life that you wanted to live. And I knew that it wasn't too far from where you were. And there was a bridge that just needed to, you know, gap that, that chasm. And I didn't think it was very hard to do. You may have thought it was really hard to do. It may have looked like a really big bridge that needed to be built. Uh, but to me, I just saw so many easy ways to do it because you're already working hard. You're making good income. And now you just have to repurpose and redirect it and put it in safe investments that produce cash flow. And so, you know, it was really neat for you. I saw this guy that wants to spend more time with his family, wants to be able to travel more, 
uh, wants to be able to do all these different things, but uh, you have grown your business and have done such a great job at it, but you are in charge, right? Without right. you, the business doesn't run at least the same level, maybe not at all, but I mean, it's you are the, the linchpin to the business. And so if I can help create for you and, and with you this extra income so that you don't have to rely on you know, working your time to equal income. The goal is to divorce your time from money and it's to have assets and money create income and not your time, buy your time back and have freedom. And I just saw how cool it would be for you to be able to not be so tied to your business and what cool opportunities your family would experience with that, you know, especially being at the dad's retreat that we were at. It was it was just perfect. I felt like the, our timing of meeting, it was just serendipitous. And, you know, we, we've really been able to foster a great friendship and a great coaching partnership. And it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. And I think, you know, for a lot of people listening to this right now, you know, you're you, you kind of wait for these moments in life. You're looking for this sign from God or sign from above or from the universe or, you know, is the timing right? And, and if you're listening to this or, or watching this right now, what I'd say to you is consider this to be your sign right now. Like the thing that is giving you the inspiration, the spark, the kick in the butt, whatever it is to begin taking action on this. And, you know, if you're the type of person that is uh, inquisitive, you have a healthy dose of humility, uh, knowing that you don't know everything, that you're willing to try new things and, and explore new ideas. And you have a desire, first and foremost, to build a lifestyle focused cash flow investing portfolio that brings in cash every single day. I'm super excited for this show and what's coming around the corner. But for everyone who's watching this right now, I know there's a huge opportunity to go deeper into what you teach and uh, your investment commandments, because we touched on four of them today. I know there are 10. You've left us, you've teased us, but there, there are 10 more. Um, and that, of course, um, is your book. You've got a brand new book. It's an amazing book. I've had a chance to, to read it. Um, I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, I endorsed it wholeheartedly. Um, there's so much wisdom in this book, so much tactical, practical information. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this book? And for anybody who's listening or watching this right now, for anyone who wants to get their hands on this book, what's the next step? Yeah, I'm, I'm so eager to uh, have this book out in the world. I've put a lot of time into it, and I'm really proud of what you know the the result is of it. I'm so glad that you've been able to read it and you've enjoyed it. And uh, obviously, having your uh, endorsement and forward means the world to me. And really, it's just it's cool to see just full circle how everything has kind of played out. Um, but yeah, so it's it's available. Um, it, it goes live on December eighth. 2020. So just here in a, a few weeks. Uh, and really, it's there's an opportunity to get it uh, for free on my website. All you'd pay for is the shipping and handling. So if you go to justindonald.com slash book, there's a, a, an opportunity there to be able to purchase the book. So again, it's justindonald.com slash book. I mean, it's uh, it's one of these no-brainers. Like, you know, books in general are a great investment, um, but this is one of these books from experience that you're going to read cover to cover. You're going to get engaged in the stories. You're going to learn about the actual deals. So Justin's talked at a high level 
on uh, the types of deals that the types of investments that um, kind of fit in this lifestyle investor sort of criteria. But Justin goes into detail on the actual investments themselves, the actual deals, how he found the deals, how he sourced the deals. Uh, you're gonna learn all 10 of these commandments and how they all fit together sort of in lockstep. So it's one of these books that's incredibly tactical, incredibly uh, practical. It's inspiring to hear stories, not just Justin's story, but you'll hear other stories as well from other people uh, in the book. And uh, the link to get access to it, again, just to reiterate what Justin and already said is justindonald.com forward slash book b-o-o-k and the coolest thing is that you can get a free copy like justin's going to give you a copy all you got to do is pay a few bucks shipping and handling and justin will ship it to you anywhere in the world for free all you got to do is pay a few dollars shipping and handling so it's an amazing resource i think it's a great next step for anyone listening to this right now who wants to go deeper incredibly affordable um, and with that being said before we wrap things up i know our time is limited and we've got to wrap here but before we do so justin are there any final words of wisdom or any parting advice that you'd love to leave people with before we wrap up our conversation here today Sure. And the reality is I've worked with all different types of people in all different walks of life. You know, I've worked with people that have been, you know, executives with companies and, and they're strapped for time, but they make really good income. I've worked with people that haven't made great income, but they have a goal of buying their time back. I've worked with people that have had, uh, you know, large, you know, seven, eight figure exits from their businesses. And uh, each one has been able to accomplish this. So I know that it can be done. That the big message, the parting message I want to leave with you is just take action. Just move forward. You're not going to become a lifestyle investor overnight. But if you take one step at a time, you're going to get closer to that goal. And eventually, you'll be able to get your income from investments to exceed your lifestyle income. And that puts you in a place where you get to do a lot of things. You have the privilege to do a lot of things. You don't have to work. You don't have to work for someone else. You don't have to work for yourself. You get to. You have the opportunity to. You have the privilege to. And really, it just it comes from taking one step forward and just doing that each day, getting a little bit better and just taking some form of action, whether it's gaining clarity on what it is that you want, what your ideal life looks like, or whether it's uh, reading a book on investing, or whether it's getting involved in an actual investment that uh, meets the criteria here in, in my book. Uh, whatever it is, it's just take a step forward and move in the direction that you want to be in and that you see your life in. I love it. I couldn't have said it any better myself. And uh, this has been a lot of fun. It's been inspiring. I'm excited. I'm excited for what's coming up around the corner. I can't wait to start listening. I can't wait to uh, hear the guests that are going to be on uh, this podcast coming up. Uh, if you haven't done so already, get your hands on a copy of Justin's book. Um, I get nothing by saying this other than the gratification that this is going to be helping more people like it's helped myself. So with that being said, this is the inaugural first episode of the Lifestyle in Investor Podcast. Once again, my name is Ryan Levesque, and I've been here today with the one, the only Mr. Justin Donald, whom Entrepreneur Magazine has said is the next Warren Buffett. So with that being said, have a great rest of your day, have a great rest of your week, and look forward to the next episode in the podcast. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Lifestyle Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. You can also leave an honest rating and review over on iTunes. 
Not only do I read every single one, but it also helps me understand what content matters the most to our audience. And if you can think of one or two people who could benefit from this episode, would you share it with them right now? Who knows? Maybe they'll buy you something nice when they make their first million. If you would like access to today's show notes, including links to all the resources mentioned, visit www.justindonald.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next week for another episode of The Lifestyle Investor.